listening to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com, episode 130, The Dominators. Oh, boy, I am very excited to talk about this. Uh, but before we do that, my name is John, and joining me as he does every time we talk about cute little robots that waddle around is my good friend Taylor. Taylor, <laughs> hello. Hello. How are you? I'm I'm well. Things are chugging toward the school year. Uh, oh, yeah. At the homestead, and uh, I'm getting closer and closer to having my car in shape enough to go smog it. Good God. Oh, take, take three? Um... Technically, yes. Mm. Take three. Um, long story short, I failed on one little thing and then um, realized that I'm at least 20,000 miles overdue for a tune-up. Ooh. Yeah. So I'm amazed at how well the car ran on you know spark plugs and wires and all that stuff that had 50,000 miles on them. Oh, wow. But last weekend, a friend and I, we freshened everything up and... Now I'm I'm, I'm going to let it run for a week just to kind of clear all the crud out before I go get retested. <laughs> the joys of a 30 year old car. Ah uh, yes, yes. How indeed. about you? Uh, I am I'm doing well. Um, it's been a little uh, a little over two weeks since we spoke. So I mean, well, yeah. no, no, no. Has it? Huh. Dude, the weeks are um, are blending together. No, we I talked it, last dude. Monday. Mm, no? no. Well, when was no, Comic Con? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but it wasn't. It wasn't on Monday. It was the Friday before. Ah, uh, yes. Ah, uh, yes. That's that yeah, is correct. Yeah, so it's been a little bit more than we get. Ten days. Whatever. Oh boy. Yeah, we got some. Uh, we got some some news on that. But yeah, uh, I went. I actually went to SDCC. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. Um, work's been fine. Everything's been all right. Uh, I had some friends come down uh, and visit on. Um, Saturday we got we got lunch with them before they were on their way back to the uh, it was Mitch Mitch oh okay yeah um and I'm trying to think oh we actually had one of Lauren's friends um stayed with us um she she's go on her way to Japan oh wow and she is into um she's a um she does puppetry oh and she actually has a puppet Capaldi. Nice. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's right. Oh, I saw the pictures on uh, on Instagram like last night or something. Yes, her name is Valerie. She's cool. She's great. You can follow her on uh, the Instagram at Hello Tiny Wonder. She is nice. uh, very, very cool. She's a very cool person. Also, super talented. She brought a bunch. She's going over there to do like I think she's doing. Uh, I'm going to say a seminar, but I'm probably wrong on that. But. Um, Seems like a long way to go for a seminar, but well, for puppetry stuff, you know. Yeah, and um, she actually has the puppet Capaldi, which is just amazing. That's so neat. Um, and she had, dude, she had so many puppets, and they were just so so Jim Henson esque that I was just like trying to contain my composure because I I love the Muppets, and oh yeah, definitely, it was very cool just to. Yeah, see some of her work. Uh, I would love to see more, and I probably will. She's she's saying she's going to try and make the trip to Galley, so that would be great. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Um, very cool. 
But besides that, I mean, that was my weekend, pretty nice. much. Hey, can I can I give a quick uh, shout out? Of course. Okay, so um, there's a podcast I listen to called Hysteria Fifty One. Ooh. Um, yeah, it's it's they look at kind of like paranormal stuff, but there's obviously a uh, a humorous bend to their uh, uh, their approach. It's hilarious. Um, and today on their their Facebook page, Hysteria Nation. Um, one of the hosts said, Hey, look, if you're on a podcast, tell us what you're on. You know, we always like to, you know, meet more podcast hosts. So I literally was the second comment. Oh, great. Um, and I dropped podcast and I dropped if memory serves and I dropped the link to notlg.com and they were like super stoked for it. Um, so I thought it'd only be the nice thing to say, Hey, if, if, if you're out there listening and you want more content than what we stick in your ears, um, I would highly recommend Hysteria 51. They are great guys. I'll, I'll add them to the list. Awesome. Hysteria 51. Are we following them? Uh, if not, we will be. All right. Well, I'm, I'm literally, this is, this is live right now. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to follow them from, from literally every account that I, uh, Oh, hysteria 51 come on now hysteria 51 well i mean we can get into the news if you want to do that while i'm doing yeah this. why don't we while you do that hey look we've got some gather no maybe maybe next week well this week taylor let me let me tell you oh. right now this is exactly what's going to happen we're just going to say uh to all of our fans you're welcome because um now that we have hit the record button uh, you will be getting uh, Gallifrey news, so congratulations! Oh, that's right, uh, because <laughs> that's how it goes. That's how it goes. It'll drop tomorrow, I'm sure. I, I'm so excited to um, <laughs> to hear that news, and then I don't know, I don't know what we're gonna do with it, but we'll figure it out. We're gonna get excited about it. it, it yeah, it was supposed to drop last week, and I was all excited because it was gonna drop in time for us to record. And yes. then they were like, "Oh, hey, little hang up." We're just ironing out one thing, and then we'll let you know what's up. What do you sometime th- next week? What do you think they were ironing? Uh, they're close. No. Um. Yeah. What do you think they were? Uh, hopefully, just getting. Oh God! I mean, it's the thirtieth. I mean, yes, it is. It is the thirtieth, Taylor. Everybody. And they, they have. They have already been travel. I don't know. Yeah, they have already promised us. A a classic doctor. Oh well, that's easy enough to do. Now I am of the uh, I am of the go big or go home this year for them. It's your thirtieth. Yes. You gotta 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 get us. I I and I told Lauren this. I said you need to go. I think quality over quantity. That's just what I'm thinking. Yeah. So here's hoping. We'll see. We'll see what they. Uh, I, I know we will be stoked with whatever. Oh yes. Oh, definitely. But we'll see, and uh, you'll probably get that news uh, as you're listening to this. Yeah, more than likely. So you're welcome. So you'll have to you're wait welcome. a little while for our, yeah <laughs> for our response to it. Um. So hey, you know, San Diego Comic Con is coming gone, but the London film and Comic Con was last weekend, and who oh, boy, boy. <laughs> literally who. <laughs> boy yes 
doesn't seem like there were some amazing experiences that came out of that event. Yeah, man. Um, I saw, let's see, what did I see? I saw one um, Christopher Eccleson running into Peter Capaldi and embracing yes. him in a hug. That yeah. was pretty did much the... the most exciting thing I saw. But I mean, besides the fact that Christopher Eccleson was just at a convention. Right. Which... Um, and, and genuinely, when I saw pictures and, and video and stuff, genuinely seemed happy to be there, um, which is awesome. Yeah. Yes, he did seem um, generally happy to be there. He ran into Matt Smith at one point. I did. I think I saw that one too. I'm very su- kind of a hug arm wrestle thing. Yes, yes, yes. I did see that. I'm very surprised there was no picture of the four of them. Oh, right. Is there no way we could have wrangled that? I, I don't know. I wasn't there. I couldn't wrangle much of anything. I know. But it does. It sounds as though now I haven't seen pictures to support this, but it does sound as though. Um, at first, I heard all the currently living doctors, save for McCoy and Whitaker, were there. All of them? And all of them. How a picture has not emerged, or how they right. all did not meet up, is insane to me. But then I also later heard someone say that, uh, or type, whatever, that um, all the all the living doctors, but Whitaker, were there. So Holy McCoy crap. Popped, popped in. I mean, that's... That's huge. Yeah. That is huge. Now, I, I haven't seen any pictures of McCoy. I haven't seen any pictures of McGann. No, yeah, I haven't um, seen McGann, any of McGann. But I've, I've seen 9, 10, 11, and 12. I've seen 6. I've seen 5. Yeah. I've seen Tom Baker. So, yeah, at the very least, everybody but 7 and 13. Man, how did that London. not happen? I don't know. And maybe it did. Maybe they just haven't released it yet. But one of the things that I loved, I mean, it literally made me emotional was people talking about how they were like waiting in line for Capaldi or they were, you know, going to like multiple photo ops and then like an autograph. And he literally genuinely would ask, how are they doing? How are they holding up? You know, he was, he was vested in these people's well-being. Yeah. You know, it wasn't just chit chat. It was, you know, um, one person related just you know uh uh you know some sort of of personal connection that that she had with 12 and he literally got up gave her a big old hug yeah and i'm just like we don't deserve this man no we do not we have been graced with greatness yeah in peter capaldi and and you have no idea how much i pray that he's at galley next year because that would be amazing i know that would be um that would be the best that's something I feel like we need. We need that. Yeah. So for all of you guys who went to London Film and Comic Con, um, I know I know um, Elisa Stern, Doctor Puppet. Yes. Uh, made the trip over. She was there. Yes. Um, I envy you all. <laughs> yeah, that there are a like lot of people an, there. An amazing time. Yeah, I know uh, Doctor Who collector. I think who we both follow on uh, Instagram yes. was there. Got his guitar signed by Capaldi. As he does. All sorts of great stuff. As he does, right? Yeah. Uh, I will also say, um, Peter yes. Capaldi is going to be a Dragon Con. Oh, cool. Um, That's Atlanta, correct? Yes. And yeah. um, there has been talk in this household. <laughs> Road trip to Georgia? <laughs> yeah. We'll see. I mean, wow. we haven't looked at it. We haven't looked it up much yet, but um, we will see. That's, That's When is Dragon Con? Do you know? It is... The first weekend of uh, September. Ooh, oh boy, that's 
That's coming quick. Yeah, it is. It's coming very right. quick. But anyway, let us let's continue on here. Yes. So there's going to be and I'm not sure how I feel about this. So there are going to be Doctor Who themed escape room experiences coming to England. I'm uh I would do this. <laughs> Honestly, I probably would do just for the experience, I'm not the type to be like, yeah, I'm going to go do this one of the, one of these escape room things, but because it's Doctor Who themed, yeah, I'd be a little bit more inclined. It's like, look, you've got to escape from this room before the Daleks get you. And I'm like, okay, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I would be so down to do this. It you sounds know. like a lot of fun. <clears throat> um, so yeah, we'll have we'll have links to all these things in the show notes. If you happen to be in England and you're interested in doing this, or you're you're going to be visiting, uh, check it out. Um, yeah. We also have sad news that Alan Bennion, who played an ice warrior in 13 episodes worth of Doctor Who, has passed away. Yeah. Uh, Seeds of actually, death. I, I thought for a second um, I got my Peladons mixed up, and I thought that he was one of the ones in Curse of Peladon. And I was like, oh, we saw him. And it was, no, it's Monster of Peladon. It's the... Well, it says he appeared in both of them. Oh, did he? Did I miss that? Good I'm seeing uh, he appeared in the Doctor Who serial Seeds of Death Curse of Peladon and the Monster of Peladon. Oh, you are absolutely right. Each time playing a different Ice Lord. I completely skipped over that line, my heavens. So yes, we are we are one less Ice Warrior now. I know. No. Also appeared in Hamlet. Look at that. With Sir <laughs> well, Ian McKellen. Goodness. My my. Alright, you want to uh you want to hear about my SDCC experience? Heck yeah. So we, it was a kind of a last minute thing. We were like, let's just go and walk around. You know, we'll just, we'll have a good time. Uh, we were going to meet up with um, Bam Pow TV and Retrofecta host Kenneth uh, mm-hmm. and his uh, cousin Peter. And we were just going to hang out there because there's lots of stuff to do around that uh, you don't necessarily have to have a badge to get in. Um, but, yeah, there's stuff outside the yeah the convention center, right? Yes, um, but I had got a message when we were in San Diego from um, former, well, uh, I guess former Podcastica host and former Cast host, Ernesto. Right. And he said, hey, I got a badge. I'm coming down. And I said, all right, cool. Just let me know where you are and we'll hang out. So uh, we hung out for a little while and we were just talking about the con and Ernesto said, hey, why don't you just take my badge and go in for a little while? I'm like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, whatever, dude. It's fine. So I went in with Peter and Kenneth. Um, I made a beeline for the BBC. That's the only thing I I cared about. I I took a picture with um, the Lego 13. Oh, yes, I saw that. Um, It's very, very cool. I got into line to buy just merchandise and um i have 13 screwdriver which is which is very very cool um i also bought did i buy the shirt yes i bought myself the shirt and i bought a mug too um they didn't have any more of 13's pop but uh this household does have one okay it's very cool looking um yeah it was a lot of fun it was very overwhelming uh, to just walk around that floor, I can imagine. Yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. Um, I I think I want to try and actually go next year. I think I, I want to like do that. 
So we'll see. It was a lot of fun. Uh, the people at the BBC booth were super friendly and super excited. I fist bumped the uh, the cashier who was ringing me up because he asked me what what I was here to see, and I was like, uh, "I'm here to see this." Nice. So yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I also bought another hat. Probably I didn't need it, but I have it. So. Yeah, so that was that was my uh, SDCC experience. It was That's it was very cool. quick. It was about forty five minutes, I, I think. You know what? But that's that's okay. Yeah, because that's, yeah. you know now now you have stuff that's literally on my Christmas list or yeah. uh, birthday list. <laughs> I'm like, I want thirteen Sonic. It's pretty cool. I'll even I'll even three D print a little stand. I can put it up with the rest of my collectibles. Ooh. In fact, in fact, I don't know if you can hear it. Hopefully you can't. Hopefully nobody at home can. But actually, the 3D printer, which is about a foot and a half away from me, is running right now. I cannot uh, hear it. That's excellent. I mean, we'll see if it gets picked up, but I don't think it's going to. Yeah. So I think we'll be we're, okay. We're currently printing a big old dragon head. Ooh. That is going to get mounted in Amber's classroom. Oh, cool. This is a something like 27-hour print job. Oh, goodness. Yes. Well then. Yes. And I, I have a little 3D printed TARDIS. I have seen that, I believe. Uh, yes. I yes. think I showed you a picture. I don't know if I'd mentioned it on the show before. I don't know but if you There's a have. lot of Doctor Who related 3D printed stuff you could do. Oh, perfect. That's great. Oh, yeah. Uh, it would be very dangerous. All right. Speaking of very dangerous, let's talk about The Dominators. Let's do it. Starring Patrick Troughton as the Doctor. Wendy Padbury is Zoe. Zoe. It says Zoe. It's pronounced Zoe. Oh, did I? Uh, yep, Zoe. That's so weird, isn't it? I know. It, it's it, it's British. English is an evil, English. unfair language. Damn you! Um, uh, Fraser Hines is Jamie. Ronald Allen as Rago, and uh, Kenneth Ives as I. I assume it would be Toba. 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 Rago and Toba. Raga and Toba. And uh, Sheila Grant as the voice of the Corks. You could have fooled me. Uh, written by <laughs> Norman Ashby and directed by Morris Berry. Uh, it first aired August 10th uh, through September 7th, 1968. And it is the first story of season six. And we've got some story notes. That we do. That we do. The Dominators was originally a six-part story, if you can believe it, but was edited down to five good job job, all around (laughs) by everyone involved frankly i think it still could have been edited down to four but that's just me i i politely might disagree with you really (laughs) i have no idea let's keep going that is that is something that we don't do enough of on this show i know so i'm i'm all for it um, a rumored working title for this story was The Beautiful People, The Beautiful People. <laughs> but uh, there's no current BBC paperwork to support this. So it may just be a rumor started by Marilyn Manson for all I know. It could be. That's it that be. doesn't make that's that title doesn't make any sense at all. In no, anything. it doesn't, because I didn't find the Dulkins particularly attractive and the Dominators. Well, yeah, definitely not. There could have been like the beautiful person if we were talking about Zoe. Uh, that's true. That is very true. Or I mean, even Jamie. Who knows? He's a fine looking. <laughs> he's a fine looking lad. Whatever. So long as you're not stuck in an elevator with him, only going one floor. But that's you know. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Call back. 
<laughs> I call back indeed. Galley before last. Patrick Troughton requested a showing of the Dominators at his birthday party shortly before he passed in March of 1987. Oh. Yeah. Well, I'm I didn't read that, but I'm I'm spoiler uh thoroughly glad I enjoyed it so much. Yeah. This this actually was like one of his favorite stories of his. Yeah. Great. Um yeah. So Jelly Babies. Why are you talking Jelly Babies, Taylor? Well, more usually associated with the fourth Doctor, they actually make their Doctor Who debut oh. in this story because the Doctor eats some from a bag while waiting in that transport capsule. Does that he say like that? Rocket. Does, Does he... he actually say they're Jelly Babies? I didn't hear it. Yeah, because I feel I like totally I would have caught that. Bag. I totally recognize the bag. Huh. That's great. Love yeah. it. Um, and as you've heard, the writer is credited as Norman Ashby, but that is a pseudonym for Mervyn Hazeman and Henry Lincoln. Script editor Derek Sherwin, is a very 60s sounding name, Derek Sherwin, mm-hmm. also had a significant input to the writing of episode five. So here's the Dominators, and it was a collaborative effort. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I'm. we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Well, there's so much we will get to. Yeah, so, uh, Taylor, uh, before we we start, you know, talking about this whole thing, you have a synopsis for us. I do. Hopefully this will be world famous. I'm not sure which world it will f- be famous on. Uh, but the Doctor, Jamie, and Zoe land on Dulcus for a nice bit of vacation on an apparently once radioactive island. Okay, sure. And instead find themselves in the midst of having to help the pacifistic and provincial Dulcans batter off, battle off two grumpy and contrarian dominators who are busy trying to turn Dulcus into a radioactive fuel source of liquid hot magma. <laughs> um, Taylor, I mean, I've said yeah. it a couple of times. Man, did I love this. I'm glad of that. Now, uh, I, I assume I'm thinking of a different um, robot creature, but were the Quarks the ones that were supposed to replace the Daleks or no? Um, I'm genuinely not sure. Because not I, I remember there that. was a, uh, there was one, man, I remember there was uh there was one that was supposed to, they were supposed to be like replacements for the Daleks when they yeah. had that whole, um, there was the whole dispute over who owned the rights. Oh, okay. So, and I can't remember who it was, but I thought it was the Quarks, but I don't think it was. Well, I can. And I can't remember, I can't remember who it would have been. Um. The Cro. oh, was it the Crotons? Uh, possibly. I wonder if it was the Crotons. I uh, honestly cannot remember, but I do. I do recall there being when they were having disputes about who owned the rights, right? For nation yeah, stuff. Um, they were like, "Well, we should make a new one just in case." And I thought it was the Quarks. And if it was, man, I love the Quarks. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. They are a delightfully impractically designed robot yeah i mean if we you know we usually run down the whole let's let's just talk about the corks right off the top here i I just would like to talk about their boxy design Mm -hmm. they have arms that fold out of their bodies yep um and they assumingly shoot um invisible rays that either explode or paralyze or do any number of things. Um, I think one thing 
that I was kind of critical of is I would have loved to see a close up of their head before like part four. Oh, yeah. Because like the detail in their like in their head is like it's very it's very well done. I I really like it. It's like um oh man, I'm looking I'm just looking at pictures and someone has developed a um like if we were to have a modern day quark and it is uh oh, wow. It's very scary and probably would I would be down with this making its its debut or something. Anyway, so it has yeah. like it has like the little circular things coming out of the side of its head that kind mm-hmm. of look like I, I don't know what you would explain it as, but they're all they're all like different lengths and it's just a cool little feature of it and yeah, little uh, tube segments. Yeah, the little tube things and then you know they got the the four or the five spikes coming out of their their head. One thing I will say that I disliked very much about the Quarks is I could barely understand them half the time. Yeah. Yeah, that that's very true. And I and I'm checking Tardis Wiki really quick. Um uh I don't see anything about them having been designed to um replace, replace the Daleks. Daleks or anything, but because of their side, those those are actually children in the costumes. Oh, that's great. <laughs> fun little fun little bonus fact. Um but yes, the voice um I don't know why an alien robot would be so high pitched and squeaky and almost Alpha Centauri like. Yeah. Um and also kind of roll their Rs a little bit. Yes, there was there was some I or some R rolling at one point and I was like why would they and that was actually I I don't know if I actually had that. Why do robots have accents? I I <laughs> couldn't possibly guess because this is the real world <laughs> not tv right 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 <laughs> no the, the quirks are hilarious and that's i mean um that's half the reason i chose this episode is i've i've always seen the design of the quirks um you know i've got the doctor who uh, technical manual from the the early 80s <clears throat> but i've never actually seen them in action Right. Um, so the very first time that one speaks, I, I just had to stop the episode and be like, wait, what? <laughs> you know, here, here's the dominators and they're like, you know, super shoulder pad vests um, and their robots sound like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I uh, man, did I love the design of I think as I called them uh, the mixed shoulder clan. Wow, yes. I that looks like the most comfortable cosplay of all time because you just have a built-in pillow. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I really they've taken shoulder pads to a whole new level or they they themselves are trying to cosplay like the teenage mutant ninja turtles. Yes. I'm just not sure. Oh man, and then they had like the it almost looked like they were wearing half of like a crow's costume. Yeah, their their costume is very like flappy. Yeah, it was very flappy. I think that's the best way to describe it. <laughs> oh man, love just absolutely love this. Um, I know we've kind of gotten uh, that's okay derailed here, but I will say um, I think uh, we we talked right off the off the top here that they they brought it down from six to five, which yep. um, I think is great. Um, I think. Yes, while I do, I, I'm fine with how it was. I mm-hmm. could see it being brought down to four episodes, but I think we're right where we need to be. Like, you know, if we're doing classic 
who tell storytelling, which is, you know, over four episodes. I think uh, we're right where we need to be. I think the setup of all the storylines was pretty on point as well. Yeah, they did. They did a pretty good job of it. But, you know, while we're talking outfits, um, what is up with the drapery? Oh, my goodness. The Dolkins are wearing because I'm so like, I think I, I get that they're supposed to be kind of like Roman esque looking yeah but it literally looks like here let's just take everybody and wrap some drapes around them uh yeah and uh very short drapes i might add for some of them yes it's like okay here's a here's a bathing suit and like a hint of a tutu yes cully was just i don't know what was going on there yeah i don't i think in the last in the last part when we were in our favorite rock quarry i was like okay let's bring this camera angle to not an angle anymore please uh yeah because we've got we've got Scully in a in a or not Scully. Wow. Hello, welcome to the X Files cast. Uh, Cully uh, in a rather short outfit, and then we've got Jamie in a kilt, and they're going up and down ladders. And I'm like, you guys don't just just look down, look down. Look up. <laughs> why did you look up? Yes, why did you look up? Goodness. <laughs> um, I mean, so so the, the all the setups of the storylines. I know usually when we talk about like the setups, the storylines, it's like, who are these people? What is happening? But I feel like we got, everything was neat and nice. We had the dominators and the corks. We had the vacationing travelers. Yeah. Uh, we had Cully with the vacationing travelers. We had team Tardis. Um, obviously we had team Tardis and then we had, uh, the team, as I just put it, uh, the team trying to figure out what exactly is going on on the Island of Death, which is probably yes. an island I wouldn't want to vacation at. But apparently sure. these travelers want to. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Is this, this I, I guess it's not all of Dulcus. It's just this particular island is like the Bikini Atoll of space. I mean, I guess, I guess so. They're, they're nuclear testing ground. Yeah. Um, but we learn in, in this exploration this this kind of setup that episode one does that that the 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 Dulcans have given up war they have given up weapons they're pacifists oh and yes they assume that talking to people and reason will of course solve everything yes a bunch of uh bunch of old white guys sitting around not doing anything that sounds, oh, that sounds familiar that sounds really familiar <laughs> Uh, that was there were se- you know what some of those scenes there you go those could have yes. been cut down because they literally did nothing yep so there you go okay i do agree with you I, there was one where it's just like well what can we do we can't do anything he's right we can't well i guess since he said oh my it was it was so long and boring well i and i think at best that would cut us down to like four and a half episodes yeah right get all the way to four yeah so okay fine <laughs> we'll meet in the middle. Mm-hmm. Oh, can I look episode one? I, I admit they did a really good job because a lot of times it's jumping around so much. I feel lost. Let's take a moment and appreciate the scene of Jamie just blowing up a beach ball. <laughs> yes, that's right. Oh, that was hilarious. Love it. Love it. Just, uh, I was so, I was like, as soon as Jamie, as soon as team TARDIS was revealed, I went, yeah, I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. I'm here for this team TARDIS. Um, oh, okay. So I have a question. Okay. So in episode one, 
we are i think that we are hanging out with the i I don't know what the team what they were called the you know the team that's trying to figure out what's going on on the island basically i call them the field trip team all right the field trip team so the field trip team they see that the radiation levels are registering zero and then we see a radiation screen uh we can see the words normal and danger um but there are three um parts to it and there's something below normal um my question to you is what is less than normal non-existent i mean i i guess well but even then you know scientifically speaking you shouldn't have non-existent yes background space radiation (laughs) from the big bang and all that kind of stuff yeah that's what i thought it should just be normal in danger i feel yeah yeah or like safe in danger yeah yeah, oh, I totally get it. I agree. <laughs> um, I will. I will say. Usually, I, I thought the co- the the comedic aspects of this from Cully were um, were on point for most of the uh, for most of the episodes. I thought he was great. Um, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed when uh, everyone leaves his spacecraft, and he's like, "Well, if you." you're not going to get a refund and he goes refund what am i saying they haven't even paid me yet and you're like runs after them yes that that whole um you know i i don't even know who started it but that is kind of like um <clears throat> at least to me um a form of of more old timey humor like that's something that i feel like you would see in like a, a marx brothers movie yes definitely or something you know going along all like you know, straight man, straight man, straight man. Wait, what? <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, Cully fits that perfectly. He totally owns that role. Yeah, he was he was great throughout this entire uh, uh, this entire serial. I thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed him. Um, well, as we said, the vacationing travelers exit the vehicle and they are um, they are whisked away by the island of death or the quirks, depending. Yes. How you want to look at it. Uh Cully gets away. Good for him. But uh his he doesn't get paid. So I mean No, and and the rest of his uh his accompaniment get corked. They get they they get corked real bad. <laughs> yes, uh, they do. And he actually tries to go back to his ship and man, did they blow that thing up good. Oh, blow it up real good. There was a lot of um explosions throughout this uh throughout these episodes. Yes. They did a lot yes. of exploding. Yeah, so it's some of the things you can do when you got a rock quarry. They're in the middle of mining anyway, so yeah, why not just you know. ex- explode everything? Although, uh, what was I? I get we're jumping around a little bit, but I, you know, we're on particular topics. Speaking of explosions, there was the one, um, whatever the doctor mixed up in these little tubes, and it's like, okay, add this little pill to it, and then count to ten. Yes, and, but I kept <laughs> noticing. Every single time they would do that, obviously it's there's you know some sort of chemical reaction happening in there. So you start counting from the moment you drop it in, not the moment you hand it to Jamie. Yes, I'm like you guys are like five seconds off here. You're gonna die. Oh yeah, it's um yeah, <laughs> very problematic. <laughs> um, I think it's at about this time we uh we find out we find a um what is it? We find like a little um. It, it looks like a building that that used to be there, and they they say it, it's like a museum, right? Of yeah, some sorts, it's, it's, and it has like old weaponry in it. Mm-hmm. 
and they yeah, find they that also they also talk gun. about it being like part of a testing site you know yes kind of like how in the 50s with atomic testing and stuff you know oh yes build fake buildings they, just to see the effects of the blast yes and they mentioned my favorite metal band uh atomic blast damage <laughs> uh yes i do rem- remember that is that an, i remember the line but is that an actual band no it's not i mean okay. it could be it threw me off there it totally could it could be. I, I'm. I am not sure. To be honest with you, it's, it's a metal band from the Hitchhiker's Guidebooks or something. That's that's what it sounds like. It would be. Maybe. Maybe. Um, <laughs> so Taylor, it's around this point that we uh, we find an item amongst the atomic blast damage. Um, talk to me about this gold gun. I honestly, it 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 looks like a Cobra laser gun, but it really kind of makes him too skittish. Yes, it it makes him very skittish. He is uh, not a fan. No, not at all. At all. Um, but honestly, it looks like it could come in handy. More on that later. <laughs> yeah, right. And um, I believe we are approached by um, some hazmat dudes around yes. this point. Yes. Um, and that would be our... Um, our field trip team. Our I field think. trip team, yes. And... I mean, I have a note here that just says I would legit cosplay as the McShoulder clan. Oh, right. Uh, I think that would be fun. We need some Dominator cosplay. That would be interesting. That sounded really wrong coming out, but you know what I meant. I know what you meant. Okay, fair. And Um, um, I mean, I just, we see the quarks and I just love the quarks. Just bring back the quarks. Yes. Hashtag bring back the quarks. Right. (laughs) Um, I, I'm rather impressed with myself cause I'm looking at my notes. Um, cause I know they're, they're going on and on about there being no radioactivity. And I, and I literally have a note that says there's no radioactivity because Rago's ship sucked it up. <laughs> and I was right. Yeah, you were. Yay. I was impressed with myself. It's pretty easy to do these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's about, it's about this time in part two that we find out that the McShoulder clan are in fact the dominators, which the yes. episode is named after. Um, I believe this is also around the time that uh, we find Jamie's favorite quality, which is he gives no Fs and he just wants to uh, destroy everything. Yeah, but that's he... true. Now, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, this they Jamie and the Doctor have been captured by the Dominators. Yes, the they Dominators have been examining them. Yes, they have been captured. And I believe the the other two are with um, our field trip team. Correct. Yes, and I I think they they examined Jamie first. Yes, he um Jamie McCrinnan marginally useful. <laughs> that just might be our alternate title. Yeah, that that also like might that. be a fantastic uh Gallifrey ribbon. Oh, yes. I think that's very funny. Uh and the corks have besides the power to explode things, they also have the power to apparently bind people to walls. Uh, yes let's talk about that special effect That's i loved crazy. it it was hilarious it it was just them reversing it right that's what it was yeah. okay yeah to make it look like they were getting like magnetized to the wall even though people aren't magnetic yeah this is good whatever. stuff i really like that yeah yeah that was good um let's see here oh, oh they don't want to scan uh the doctor because they've like well we scanned one of them so we don't need to scan the other one Oh, always a bad assumption to make. Yeah, but they go, you know what? We should still test them. We should still do some tests. 
Um, and then the doctor plays the worst game of perfection I've ever seen. <laughs> I just called it the pain puzzle, but that, that's so true. Yes. He's like, get, he's like, you didn't even put the star in the star. And he's like, Jamie, I didn't put, I didn't do that because I didn't, I would want them to think I'm dumb. So yes, the doctor doing a lot to downplay his How smart he is, yes. and their intelligence. Yes. Throughout the entire episodes. Yeah. Um, I believe uh, Cully and Zoe head back to the Capitol. Yes, talk. they take a space Uber. Yes, they do. They take the space Uber to talk to the uh, room of old white men, and they react as such. Um, uh-huh. And where was... Oh, there's, there's a quote. One of them said, uh, seems... Po- oh, this was actually came from um, the field trip team. Oh, I think I know what you're going to talk about. Go ahead. Seems pointless to spend time searching for reasons to prove yes. facts. Yes. A fact is a truth. Well said, old white guy. Well said. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, don't search for reasons to support facts. I'm like, isn't that how we prove them to be facts? That guy probably has a degree. I Many degrees. I, any degree? Like, like what, from Trump University or something? I mean, maybe. Oh, God. I'm scared. I don't know. Um, You know, we also, um, back at the Capitol, we get a little bit of like, uh, I'm going to keep doing that. We keep kidding. We get a bit of Cully's arc. Yes. He's like the son of the prime minister or president or dude in charge, mayor. Yes. And he's like, I just want my own identity. I just want to be me. I don't always want to be like his son. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Character development. Gosh, who to thunk? Who to thunk? Um, man, that that a fact is a truth thing is just. I know, I know. It's very upsetting. What's not upsetting <laughs> is Joey is Zoe changing into futuristic clothing. Uh, yes, our one piece swimsuit with yes. the little diaphanous gown over yeah. top. Very She's uh... the latest in Dulkin beachwear this year. <laughs> Um, the, the researchers are caught by the dominators and I just have a note here that says the quirks are so cute. (laughs) I love the quirks. I I just have lol quirks gluing the field trip crew. Yes. They, which is really funny because like the first, the older guy that like the, the, the leader of that group, like he gets glued to like their, I don't know, their, their piloting stand and, and. You know, they're both, he's going like, I can't move, I can't move. And at the same time, he's like raising his head. I'm like, yes, you can. <laughs> You're just not noticing it. But I, 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 let's talk about the Dominators here just for a second, because we're starting to see um, oh, yes. this conflict between uh, Navigator Rago and Toba, whose role, I forget what it is, but head of mining operations or something. And um, uh, Toba, like, his instinct is like, you've angered me. I'm going to destroy. Yeah, there's dissension in the ranks here amongst what they should do. There totally is. And Rocco is like, no, we have to conserve energy, conserve energy constantly. Yes. And I'm like, man, they are using a lot of effort. They're using a lot of energy in their effort to conserve energy. Yes, they are. Uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty crazy because they, they almost always seem to be on the same page. And then they are never on the same page. Exactly. Like they, they obviously want to take over the planet or do whatever they want to do to it. And, yeah. uh, but what is like, 
please stop killing everyone. We have to save energy. Yeah. Stop blowing things up. We need that energy to basically blow up the liquid hot magma. Yes. Yeah. Um, I thought it kind of interesting that they actually, in the process of examining the Dulkins, um, also find out that they are twin-hearted. Yes. I was like, oh. Okay, that so was, I thought I misheard that. Mm-mm. And then I realized that I had not misheard it. That It's a very uh, interesting interesting fact. Doesn't come into play for the rest of the story. No, nope. Just an interesting thing to note. Just a fun old one-liner. <laughs> a one-liner. That's about yeah. it. And, and speaking of uh, going back to the quirks here for a second, um, who knew that recording all the technical data in something basically involves doing the hokey pokey. <laughs> yeah. They're just turning themselves around. Yes. Recording technical data. I'm like, really? Cause you, you look like you're just looking around lost. Oh yeah. But what do I know? I'm not a quirk. It's very true. The quirks probably know what they're doing. I couldn't understand what I they were saying, so. but I'm sure they knew <laughs> what they were doing. That was infuriating by the way. That was probably it like drove a, you nuts. Did it? Yeah. I was just like, I, Okay, like, I think there's just one part where they're like, what happened? And the quirk gives, like, a like a paragraph response, and they're like, okay. I'm like, I don't know what just happened. <laughs> See, I did you watch it with headphones in, or did you just, like, watch it with... No. Okay. See, I watched it with headphones in, and I could, I could hear everything probably a little bit better. Now, I, I guess I will ask, were you watching this um, on, is it BritBox? Uh, no, I wasn't actually. Oh, okay. You watched it the other way. All right. Okay. I, I watched it the other way, uh, typically during lunch. All right. Okay. <laughs> I was just wondering because I was going to say, well, maybe that was the disconnector. Well, uh, no, I, I don't know. I'd have to see if I did bring it up on BritBox, it would be on the TV. Mm, okay. It wouldn't. Yeah. Well, all right then. Anyway. But part two ends with blowing stuff up. Yeah, we're just blowing stuff up. Um, I believe Zoe's just screaming. Oh, yes, that's right, because she and uh, Cully come back from the Capitol, and uh, Toba's like, hey, look, a building, I'm going to blow it up. Yep. Let me tell you, Taylor. Please. Part three, so we're we're like recharging. We're going to do complete destruction here, and then from on top of a freaking mountain, which is not (laughs) what I wrote in my notes. Yeah. Uh, we have, oh no, which one, which one do we, who is the leader? We have Rago, Rago with bent knee with his cute little robot buddy. And it is like <laughs> the coolest looking shot. I've it was so cool. I absolutely is, loved didn't it. You, did, didn't you tweet this out or something? And you're like, I need this frame. I want it framed. Yeah. Yes. I, I put it on my Instagram. I'm like, That's this right. is the coolest, coolest yeah. thing I've ever seen. Yes. This needs to be. I, you know what? I might have someone, I might commission someone to draw that at Gallifrey. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> Here, draw this for Just me. Come with a printout of like that pick that scene. And yeah. Be like, Here, can you draw this? He looks me? so cool. Yeah. I want a shirt. I'll get a shirt with that. Wow. Look, and I, I love the quarks. Mm. I don't know what's happening. Mm. The quarks are my friend. Can you please like I know there is a picture of him up on that mountain. Can you please can that please be the picture this week? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll go grab the episode back if I have to and and screen cap it. Perfect. 
Love it. That's I, I had to screen cap one of our home movies from being little kids for our new episode of If Memory Serves, which is out now if you're listening to this right now. Hey, there you go. Hey, NOTLG.com and Spotify. Yes. There you go. All right, where were we? Oh, yeah, so he stops him. He's like, hey, man, what are you doing? What are you doing? Um, I also love, I feel like the doctor and Jamie, they escape, but they realize a cork's waiting for them. Oh, I'm sorry. This is don't they go don't they go to the um the capital? Yes, it's a typical crossed path storyline because Yes, Cody they and say Zoe that. Way back, Dr. and Jamie are on the way in and they they actually say, "Hey, wouldn't it be don't they say that? One of them says that, right? It's something like that. Wouldn't yeah. it be funny if we were going there and they were coming here and that's Cully says that. Exactly what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um and yeah, they, so they go there and they're like, hey, old white guys, can you guys do something? And they're like, we don't know. Probably not. And then they're like, ah, forget <laughs> it. And they leave and they go <laughs> on the way back. I think this is when the doctor is like rewiring the ship so he can drive yes. it. Yes. And, and eating jelly babies. Yes. And um, Jamie's like, oh, but, you know, when we get back, there's going to be a quark waiting for us. And it zooms in on his face. The doctor's <laughs> face like, cool. like, what's going to happen? It's good stuff. Totally. I, I love that when they're in the Capitol, they're like, what? They're, there's no prisoners on Dulcas. We're, we're a pacifist utopia. And I'm like, oh, great. It's Rigel Seven from Star Trek. It's that <laughs> that that. that Pleasure Planet, whatever yeah. it was, which I think was Rachel Seven, and then somebody out there who knows Star Trek better than I do is going to school me on it, so that's all right. Yeah, at Apex Buddha, someone will let someone will let you know. Someone will because that's what Twitter does. So Coley and Zoe, no, I think Zo- no, Coley gets away, but I believe Zoe is kind of like she's she's uh, being forced to work. Uh, for the Dominators, along with um, some of the... Uh, field trip team. Yes, the field trip team. Yeah. But Cu- I believe <clears throat> Cully gets away, right? Yeah, so I, I, Cully gets away, um, and then ultimately like teams up with Jamie, um, and I think the Doctor for a little bit, but it's suddenly, it's it's like it switches. It becomes the Doctor and Zoe, and then Cully and Jamie rather than being Cully and Zoe and the Doctor and Jamie. Right, and I believe at one point, uh, Cully gets a hold of the the gold gun, and he's about to... He's just given a huge old speech, and I'm like, man, just shoot these quarks. Yeah. What are you doing? Well, they're, they're a pacifist society. I mean, they're yeah, used to talking true. rather than shooting. Um, but yes, as you said, we, we do get those team-ups going, and... Um, <laughs> So the the gold gun uh, makes the quarks do a little dance, and then they explode. <laughs> yes. Man, they're just so adorable. You just want to pinch their pointy little cheeks. I love a, a, I would love to have a quark. It'd be great. There's, there's got to be a quark figure. Oh, there is. I'm saying, like, Nothing. I would like to have, like, one that, like, was my friend. Oh, like an actual... Like an actual quark. quark. Yeah. I, you know... I don't know if Lauren is home yet, but I've got an idea for a web series. No, she's she's not here yet. Okay, because I've I've I can just see like you know you driving to work and there's the quirk sitting in the basket. 
And yeah. At one point, the quirk's got a hat on backwards, and it's trying to break dance. Oh my god, that'd be so cute. I I'm still like shocked that children were in those costumes. That yeah. seems like it's very problematic. <laughs> well, it's it's children in acting that does tend to happen. Yeah, usually does. Um, I felt like the ending of part three was rough. I just have, like, um, it was a rough ending. Oh, because everyone got away, but he's like, yeah, I killed everyone. Right, and I think at some point somebody just yells, stop, and so does the episode. Yes, basically. <laughs> um, yeah, here's the, I have the, the note of when we get the first uh, close-up of the Quark's head, and it looks pretty cool. We should have just had more close-up shots of the Quark so we could see mm-hmm. the detail. And then this is when we get a good old-fashioned heel turn, Taylor. The Dominators are turning on one another. But honestly, that seems pretty short-lived. It is a bit of an existential debate near mutinous at times. Um, But I think on the whole, I mean, yeah, like, like you said, they're on the same page, but completely not on the same page. Right. And it seems like that one of them takes the other one prisoner, but then it's like, eh, never mind. Yeah, it's just, just and, very like, yeah, forget it. But as as the rest of the story goes on, it's like, no, you can't destroy stuff. We have to conserve energy. Right. And he's like, but I need to destroy stuff. And then he goes, no, 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 we need to conserve energy. And and I, what I think is hilarious is at one point he goes, destroy. Oh, wait, I can't do that. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yes. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, man, I just really love the quarks. I can tell. Oh man, a quark is going to fly around in a spaceship. I cannot wait. <laughs> uh, and this is where we get get the man. The team up of Jamie and Cully is just good stuff. It, totally. Like I think they're in they're in like a bunker, and they're like, oh man, there's not a lot of air in here. We should probably go throw rocks at quarks. Yes. <laughs> Which is basically what happens. Yes. And then Cully just um, uses a giant boulder on one of them, <laughs> which is amazing. Yeah, I think overall I felt kind of like part four was kind of the the weaker part. I Just as I'm watching it, I just felt like I'm like, I'm not having a lot of reaction to stuff. Yeah, and there was some That's bad. not to say that there wasn't stuff happening. Yeah, there was some bad editing in there as well. Mm-hmm towards the end of the episode but um i love one part in part four that i absolutely loved was when we when a, a quark dies and we go to the spaceship and it just has like a design uh, like a little light up outline of a quark oh yes and then it's like and it just goes away yes they had that a few times um and i, I actually just enjoyed the design of the dominator ship in general mm-hmm. i thought that was pretty cool and i think if i'm not mistaken toward I, oh, I think it's toward the end of part four, because this is the point where they realize that the Dominators are trying to drill into yes. like, the thin crust part of Dulcus, not the deep dish. Um, oh, I'm hungry now. Um, and uh, basically, you know, uh, nukeify all this, all this liquid hot magma. Yeah. Um, but the doctor totally gets, you know, a, uh, a stupid Jamie dig. Yes, Jamie. where is that? Um, and it's like a plan so simple, even oh, you could have figured it out. It's so simple, thing. only you could have thought of it. That, oh, that's right, yes. <laughs> that's actually in part five. Oh, is it? Yeah, oh. they um, the, part, 
part four is is strange because it has a really bad edit with the field trip team where the the guy's like leave her alone and then you hear like a quark noise but he's already on the ground and then okay. he screams but then he's alive I, it was very bad i didn't know what was happening um but the quarks are looking for J- or the dominators are looking for Jamie at the end of part 4 and that's when they say oh we're going to murder we're going to murder you doctor if you don't tell us where um where that kid is gotcha and then part 4 or part 5 is when they go oh never mind we have to because it, once again it's like we're going to kill you and then he's like you can't kill anyone we have to conserve power and he's like ah fine <laughs> and then they right. they recall all them quarks to save power. Yes. Uh, Jamie eats tofu in the bunker. That's the thing I have written down. <laughs> I've got Cully and Jamie, a story of two kilts. Yes, they're like, oh, we need to. Eat, I need to eat something. He's like, here, eat this stick of butter. Oh, um, that's right. He takes like two bites out of it. He's like, oh, what is this? He's like, oh, I'd rather be killed by a quark than eat this. Um, how good is that telescope they have in the bunker? <laughs> Yeah, it's got right? some high def on that. Totally. Um, we have some more antics where <laughs> a cork steps on Jamie's hand. Oh, yes, yes. Jamie's trying to go and like trip, trip it. it. Yeah, and it totally yes, I caught that. It's standing on his hand. I'm like, if that was a real robot, as heavy as a real robot would be, yeah, Jamie wouldn't have a hand left. Oh yeah, it would. Uh, yeah, no, he would not. Um, but I, I, I love the plan that they come up with to try and like catch this. What do they call it? Like atomic seed. I think, yes, they do. They call it atomic. Yeah. Atomic seed that they were going to drop down like the main shaft. I mean, this Jamie's idea to, to basically tunnel across and catch it on its way down. I'm like, that is something like straight out of Oak Island. Yes. Oh yes. just, let, Let's just tunnel across to the main tunnel, and then we can get the treasure. <laughs> yeah, that was basically yeah, uh, the plan. That's where the so simple. And then we, uh, yeah, yeah, so simply only, and then uh, we get a, the use of the Sonic. I know, which was I, nice. I got all excited. I'm like, oh, the, Son- the Sonic exists now. Yeah, and I love how he's like he's using it, and they're all like, oh boy, this is great, you know, just like and action. Everyone else, just say how great this is. Mm-hmm. Oh boy! Wow, look at that. It's just like, okay, let's bring it down a little bit here. I also love that Jamie and Cully are basically the TARDIS wrecking crew. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they're just crazy. like go out and destroy everything. Oh, and I, I think like the doctor's like, "Oh, it sounds like they're having fun out there." Yes, he gets so excited about these explosions. Yeah, um, I feel like this episode has given me so many like T-shirt ideas. Oh, I, yes, it's been great. Um, I did love that while Jamie and Cully are trying to, uh, you know, stop the Dominators from doing what they're doing. The Dominator showed restraint and told them to keep drilling. I couldn't yes. believe it. Yep. Um, and uh, I also love now more than ever. I think we, they've already gotten the explosives from the Doctor. I love now more mm-hmm. than ever that um, my fake direction for the quirks, which is, all right, just keep walking while we detonate explosives around you, is even funnier because there are children in there. <laughs> oh, God. Good point. Oh, my goodness. It, these children must have been professionals because you didn't really see them, like, jump and freak out. No. Just walk forward. <clears throat> just keep walking forward. 
<laughs> um, I also have quirks. How much energy do you have left in coherent speech? All right, sure, I guess, whatever. It just gives like a, a four-minute monologue about how much energy they have left. Yep, yep. And I thought we were going to do a dumb thing and we were going to kill Cully, but no, he's just uh, temporarily uh, paralyzed, as I like to say it. That, that's a good way to say it. Um, the doctor catches this bomb thing and he can't yes. open it because it's sealed. It, and just his freak out. That oh, this, no. This it's, sealed. it's sealed. I can't open it. And uh, I love that his idea is just like he just rolls it into their spaceship before okay. it takes off. Yes, but the scene right before that, as he's running through the quarry with it, all I could hear in my head is, oh, the doctor's got the ball. He's past the 50, <laughs> 40. He's going. Yeah. And just That's all I could hear. And then, yes, he. I, I, in my reaction, like, seriously, he just snuck it back on the top. Oh, man. Yep. Good stuff. Um, and he oh, basically kills all of those people. <laughs> Yes. He kills all the quirks and the dominators, and he's very happy that he just destroyed them. And then he's like, oh, it's just a simple volcanic explosion. And, and then he's like, oh, my word. And they go get into the TARDIS. Yes. Because liquid hot magma is coming for them. It's, it's well, wait, it's like, Doctor, but we're still on the island. Just that realization. Yes. That was. Uh, oh that's probably one of my favorite endings of a classic yep. episode. Yep, for sure. <laughs> this is good stuff. So, um, yeah, that was the Dominators. I absolutely no, loved it. it. It it was a good one. I can yeah. see why it is uh, Troughton's favorite. Yeah, it's it's just so good. It was just great start to finish. I thought the comedic beats were very funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was just um, still a lot of fun. And I mean, next time. We, uh, we we talked about how the quarks may have replaced the Daleks, but we are going to replace the quarks with Death of the Daleks. That's what we're going to be watching next time, starring John Pertwee as the Doctor and Elizabeth Slayton as Sarah Jane Smith. Yes, indeed. Yeah, we uh, were looking, and we hadn't uh, done a Dalek story in a little while. so Quite some time, in fact. Yeah, so here we are, just plowing on through all the Dalek stories. I wonder how many we have left after this. Probably a lot. In terms of Dalek-specific stories? Yeah. Oh, I'd have to look. Yeah, There's, there's pro- probably still quite a few. Cause I, I know 4 had a couple. and Yeah. So we could well, that could be our next streak, tear through all the Dalek stories. Yeah, we could. We could do that. We'll see. All right. We'll think about it. Uh, but that's what we'll be doing next time. But until then, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at ThePodcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Taylor on Twitter. At Apex Buddha. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. Yes, yes. Just search Podcastica. If you're on Spotify, search Night of the Living Geeks. You'll see the uh, Zom Geek logo pop up and just follow us on there. So we'll be on there. And we're on YouTube as well. We're everywhere. Rate and review us everywhere, too. We would love that. Um, SoundCloud. You can go to SoundCloud, too. SoundCloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. Uh, buy one of our shirts, notlg.spreadshirt.com. We got some Podcastica shirts. We have some uh, If Memory Serves shirts that just yes. popped up over there. The first new merchandise we've had in, I think, a Brand year. <laughs> yes. In fact, I, I was looking at Spreadshirt and was amazed at, at how many uh, um, latent podcasts 
we still have shirts and stuff for. Ah, uh, yes. I mean, it's I quite should. impressive. Well, you know, I will say someone, I don't know who, but I have a good feeling, bought a, um, this is where it gets complicated shirt a little while ago. So. Wow. Really? Yeah. Nice. There you go. Nice. It, it's it's a nice retrospective of the history of NOTLG all on one t-shirt site. Yes. <laughs> very, very true. I should go back and clean that out, maybe. Um, Patreon.com slash NOTLG. Please support us. Um, this is how we keep everything a-running, how we can be on Spotify, how we can be on all the other platforms. And you can just uh, find us at your convenience. So uh, support us if you feel like it. We appreciate it. Uh, mm-hmm. The Y-Axes, check them out. Facebook.com slash the Y-Axes. Twitter.com slash the Y-Axes. The Y-Axes.bandcamp.com. They are also on Spotify. So definitely support them because they uh, let us use their music for free. It's great. Wow. So join us next time. Death. Why do I have Death to the Daleks? Is that what it's called? I think that's what it's called. What did I call it? Death. Of the Daleks? Of it's the Daleks. called well, Death to in, the Daleks. But that makes sense is because most Doctor Who episodes are something of the something. Yes. So, so jo- easy goof to make. <laughs> yes. Join us next time for Death to the Daleks, which I guess is a war cry of some sort. We will find out, and we will talk to you guys then. See ya. See ya. Oh, can you hear me? Oh, no. And you've muted your microphone. No, no, no. Hold on.